0: everyone and welcome to another episode of Looking for Love in All the Wrong Dust Jackets a show where three disgruntled harpies talk to you about everything we love in romance whether that's books movies TV shows whatever we're feeling my name's Liz I'm Danny I'm Wiggles and welcome to the episode today we're going to talk to you about The Hating Game the movie version not the book version
1: Taylor's version
0: <laughs> Taylor's version <laughs> <laughs> But before we get into that, I got to do kind of the usual spiel at the top here. Just warn everyone that we, as have been previously mentioned, are disgruntled harpies and we're unhinged and, oh, we'll say whatever we want to say using all of the words in the English language, whether they have four letters or more. Um, Yeah. So if you're not into that, if you don't like swearing or talking about naughty times, completely understand. Uh, but you've been warned. OK, I, tell me what's going on with you two. Before we get started, talk about the movie. Tell me what you've been up to.
1: I decided that I was going to make up for Lost Time. And by that, I mean just finish some of the things I've started. So uh, one of the things I read was It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. This is probably the, the first wreck in a long time I've actually gotten to, Liz. So Hot damn, congratulations. look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get why you like it. Yeah. Um, I, I gave it a four. M- main reason being that it's not a five is just... Uh, a Piper character is not a character that I relate to very well. And so it took me a long time to warm up to her, like more time than it took the male love interest. like I was just like, oh, she's kind of annoying. Um, that's because
0: <laughs> you are a version of the male love interest.
1: I don't have time to unpack that. <laughs> 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 so then I also read the worst wingman ever. By Abby Jimenez. And this is part of the Improbable Meet Cute series that uh Amazon has. So if you haven't heard about it, that's the deal. Uh, if you get it, you get both the audiobook and the Kindle version, which is kind of cool. It was really cute. I think going into I don't think any of these are gonna get very spicy. So if you do choose to read them, they're they're only like an hour and a half long audiobook. So, you know, like 60 pages or something like that. But they are very, very cute. The worst wingman ever, like I said, by Abby Jimenez and then I'm currently reading one of our former authors Ashley Poston any with any luck so and that one's only 43 pages according to Goodreads so they're very short but it's it's cool it's a whole bunch of um fairly well-known romance or romanticy or rom-com authors that all wrote these cute little meet cute stories so yeah that's what I've been doing
0: I've seen those on my Instagram and so now I have to read them because you've you've Approved them.
1: Uh, I've approved the the two I've read so far. Um, well, I, ha- I haven't quite finished the the Ashley Poston one because I did listen to that one on audio and it makes for a really good like fun thing to do while you're like doing your dishes and your chores and stuff yeah. like that. And I had to stop because of whatever got in my way on Saturday, so uh, I don't have it quite finished. But that's the other thing is it feels really easy to walk away from because the stakes are really low because it's a very short right story. So. Fair
2: enough. I had a kind of a strange weekend of chasing dopamine of I have no idea what I want to do.
0: I feel that.
2: <laughs> it, it was bad. I was like, I don't <laughs> fucking know what I want to do. I know that I need to edit. So I spent four hours editing. Um, in fact, I called my mother <laughs> as I started to edit and was like, I'm using you as a procrastination technique. And she goes, okay, it's 1156. You have to start at noon. And then she hung up on me.
0: damn your mom is
2: like my mom just read me for filth (laughs) but so then i started at noon (laughs) weirdly enough i was just kind of scrolling netflix being like something what what do i want to watch i have no fucking clue and what popped up was how to train your dragon too
1: all right
2: and sometimes you just want a, a little how to train your dragon and then i remembered that it emotionally destroys you
1: you do have a magnetism for that when you don't want it. And yeah, it's interesting. It, well, it's so <laughs> cute. 90% of that movie
2: is so cute. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, fuck, I forgot.
1: Well, it's a Pixar, right?
0: Yeah. Dreamworks. Dreamworks. Dreamworks.
1: Either way, Pixar, Dreamworks, Disney, they're out. They're out for blood. You know, they don't. They would leave no survivors. They've
0: been stepping up their game lately, too. Yeah, they have. Oh, man, it's my turn.
1: It is your turn.
0: So I finally finished Paladin's Strength by T. Kingfisher. And then I was on a roll. So I just did the next book in the series, which is Paladin's Hope. Um, These are just like super. uh, I I call them very like I I just feel like they're cozy romances. They're set in a a classic fantasy adventure, but low magic universe. um, And there is a lot of adventuring. And then the romances are just like, I don't know, they're so well done. They're really good books. And they're the spice is me- moderate to low, um, but the romance is pretty good in them. So they're like, each one is like a four to a 4.5. They're really good.
1: Nice. That's nice. What I did.
0: And then I finally, after five years, got my damn library card.
1: Look at you. I Aww. Know. I'm yeah. so proud of you. Yeah.
0: And then I downloaded Libby and I'm like, now I have all of the audio books.
1: Yeah. I need to get one for this town. I'm my one in my previous town has run out and they will no longer let me do digital anymore. Oh no. Oh no. It's very difficult.
0: <laughs> well, luckily, it takes like not even five minutes when you go into the library. They're just like, cool.
1: Here's the thing. Let's talk about the hating
2: game. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds okay. good. Let's talk about it.
0: So, the movie The Hating Game is based off of the book The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. That's as much as i got
1: oh great (laughs) great great information uh you know it's it's a movie and uh you can find it on amazon prime you have to rent it Um, oh i got it on the hulu i did too i don't have the hulus oh i canceled that one um but it's out there you can watch it it's a thing i have a question for you
0: since we're kind of talking about just like The background of the movie. So the main character's name is Lucy. Yes. Who's Uh played by an actress whose name is Lucy. Uh How fucking weird would it be to actually have like romantic interactions with somebody? And I know it's just acting and it's a job and totally get that. But having them use your actual name. (laughs) The differentiation
2: between are you talking to me or are you talking to her?
0: Not even that, but just having to like have like emotional romantic interaction with somebody and they're saying, Lucy, I love you. And you're like
1: all right (laughs) so in in a lot of jane austen's books because yeah i'm gonna bring it back to jane austen at all times when i get a chance there if there is any kind of play acting it's like talked about as this very dangerous game to play right yeah where it's you could fall in love for real at any point is kind of the idea and sometimes like that does get played that way right and (laughs) i imagine that it's gotta be a little bit like not being able to touch anyone, but getting the excuse because you're acting in a play. It's got to be on that level where you're like, I i thought we were just acting and now this feels personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I always think about that. Like, how, how do more of these actors not just go, I feel this for real? <laughs> I don't know how you do that. I don't know. No, I don't know. Should we talk about what it's
2: actually about
0: this movie?
1: Sure. Go forth and conquer Danny. I mean,
2: that is my general job in this podcast.
0: Except for the few times you make wiggles do it.
2: Yeah, well, every now and then I, I feel spicy and throw that at her unexpectedly. But I will I will take it up, take up the mantle, as it were, on this one. I
1: thought you were gonna say you were gonna take it
2: up somewhere else. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: take it up, Danny. <laughs> So the Hating Game is about Lucy and Joshua. They are both working at a um, publishing company that has been merged from two different companies. One was more of a like literary art type. Publishing company whereas the other one Was more like sportsy kind of thing
0: I think they were more just like whatever Is popular it makes us money
2: yes And so he is essentially the assistant I think for the head guy for The more popular one And she was the assistant for The head woman of the like artsy Side and then they've been merged and so They are literally now working in a room with desks pointing at each other, which i it was an interesting decision. I don't know why they would have done that, but whatever.
0: I'd never get anything
2: done. I never would either. I'd be like, why am I staring at your fucking face? And they hate each other. They hate each other. Well, she thinks they hate each other. He doesn't necessarily hate her. Um, But they do everything they possibly can to annoy each other. They fight fucking constantly, screaming matches. HR has come to them multiple times.
1: And- <laughs> I just love that HR lady. <laughs> oh my
2: God. <laughs> HRs. Is- in this and so they are now competing to become you know the a higher position in this company and they all of a sudden start to see feel feelers for each other
1: Mm mm-hmm disgust yeah well okay so the the hating part of it was pretty funny uh i mean only because they we didn't have to fucking work with them I would have chewed yeah. them out so quick. I would have been like, oh, shut God. the fuck up. You're standing in the way of the donuts. I don't care about what point you're trying to make.
0: Um, That is one of the things that always gets me with office romances as somebody who works in corporate America is that shit won't fly. Oh, no. <laughs> and you would get in a lot of trouble for yelling at each other. I mean, granted, yelling at each other does happen in some cases still, but like... <laughs> Just being in the break room screaming over donuts at each other. Uh, would that don't work?
1: How good must they be at their jobs if it can compensate for that? I don't know. I just love so the opening
2: scene killed me. So it's them with their desks. Their desks are pointed at each other in one room. Her the one the head woman's office is on Lucy's side of the, the room and the head guy's office is on Joshua's side of the room. And he is mimicking her just to annoy the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And it is hysterical. At first I was like, what is, why is (laughs) this is so childish? And then when she points out that he's playing a mimic game, I'm like, oh my God, he's actually just doing this on purpose. He's just being dick at this point.
0: Well, and then shortly after he leaves his desk and she Mm -hmm. comes over and just like slightly adjusts everything.
1: Yes. Because he is super neurotic about
0: everything being in its place. Yes.
1: That was a thought that I kept coming back to throughout the whole thing. I was like, why are y'all so childish? How old are you? Like, because you look like you're at least late 20s, mm-hmm. is what you're trying to portray. And you're acting like a couple of, like, teenagers. I, oh, oh. There
2: are certain, I will say, there are certain people that can just get under your skin. Oh, there, there are.
1: Still, having worked with some people who are wildly unprofessional in a similar manner, who can't get their shit together, <laughs> um, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I would have hated them so much like oh my god how has no one before this just told them to fucking just fucking get it over with like mm -mm. they're so annoying
0: (laughs) yeah that is the one thing like if somebody was constantly interfering with my job there is no way I am falling for that man
1: no oh yeah no that man is now my enemy And I'm not going to take him down with childish, petty things. I'm going to do my very best to make him miserable just being in the same room with me. Like, I'm not even going to do anything. I just know how to make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a way that you can, like, phrase things that just makes them like, I fucking hate my life. (laughs) That would be my mission. Well, and then, like,
0: the next day she comes into work or the next couple of days... She had like she has this sex dream about Joshua and decides that she's going to wear her sexiest black little dress to work. And I'm like, to what end, lady? Right. I was gonna
2: say, what is that your goal? Would be, I would have the opposite yeah. decision. I'd be like, I need everything covered.
1: Right. Right. So that I feel more secure about this situation. I think her thought process was. I'm going to make him as hot for me. As I was for him. Like that was how I interpreted it. I
0: guess. I will say the dream sequence Mm -hmm. was hot.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh hell yeah. So I like I I got it. (laughs) It, Yes it was. (laughs) And I was like oh. oh oh, Is that where we're going with this movie? (laughs) No. It didn't get there. No. did not get there. I also didn't fully understand him a lot of the choices that he was making and by he i mean the actor for that character i have i have not read the book but it felt like i'm trying to think of the best way to say this it felt (laughs) a lot of the time like the lines were straight from the book and that they were trying to be very faithful to it and the idea of delivering those lines was just too cheesy for him and so he like couldn't commit to them fully and make them realized the way you do when you're reading the book in your head.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, the actor that played Joshua, like I couldn't, I, I never, I couldn't get behind it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He
0: was a pretty man.
1: Yeah. yeah very pretty. Good. But he
0: just didn't sell the character to me. No.
1: no. There were just some of the lines that especially towards the end where it got really mushy and gushy yeah. and all that. And I was like, it feels like if you told AI to say a romantic line oh. Oh. <laughs> as opposed to I'm going to put the emotional investment that this character is actually trying to deliver in this moment.
2: That is admittedly a hard thing with acting because like there are some things that you're going to feel like a dumbass doing. Mm mm-hmm. But if you don't commit to them, it's it looks horrible. Yeah. Like you just make it worse by getting self-conscious about it, which is also why
0: Danny can't do it.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm not saying I could do a better job, but that doesn't mean I can't tell when it's done wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I will say
0: none of us have read the book. So maybe there's a very key element in the book that we are missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But of course, the movie is meant to be consumed as it's. A standalone piece it's of media true. it's true since we're just kind of talking about things that <laughs> don't always work in movies one of the things that always bothers me in office scenes is when they have the entire desk and the only thing they have is a laptop i, I know it's such a minor thing and it's there to not block the actors faces and stuff but i'm sorry you would have more than a laptop wouldn't you
1: Oh, hell yeah. You'd have monitors and... Also, I think it would be funnier because you'd be like... Right, yeah. You get to like the, peek. Do the lean around. I don't know why I physically did that like anyone was going to know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> it helps me. Good. Or you
2: do the thing that actually did, did happen at my office once. So we have sit-stand desks mm-hmm. um, and we have two monitors that are attached to our desks mm-hmm. and they can move. Mm-hmm. And my work bestie is in the next aisle and at the end of the aisle from me. And the girl in the in the cubicle next like in front of hers was saying something to her and she literally was standing while working and just pulled both of her monitors apart to talk to her.
1: Yeah, there could be so much humor in the props. Yeah. Or you could like peek under the standing desk. Right. While we're on that topic, the poor usage of that office space is so unrealistic. I know. There's only yeah. two people in that gigantic space, but they had to downsize and consolidate. That doesn't yeah, make no sense. That does not. It, and that's a very
2: Hollywood television kind of thing where you're like, it's just like the friend's uh uh apartment. mm Ain't no way they would have been able to afford that apartment.
1: Even rent controlled, you know? Yeah.
2: No. It it's yeah, but exactly. They would not be in that space alone. I realize that they're supposed to be kind of their like assistants. So they maybe would be in a little bit more of a lobby situation, but it's also not a lobby situation because it's very off to the like one side of the whole building. Yes. Well, and
0: you have to go up the elevator and they're not right in front of the elevator to greet people. Yeah. And there's no barricades. So, because you would assume as an assistant, you'd be on the phone a lot. So you'd need like sound barriers.
1: But they're seemingly not their assistants either because it's not like they're keeping track of each other, of either of their. Counterparts' uh, schedules. They're not doing any of the. They're like secretarial type of work. Yeah. They're really just there, almost in like an assistant director, not assistant to the director. Yeah. Capacity.
0: Yeah. I couldn't figure out what their jobs were the entire time. I was like, "What do you do at this company?"
2: Because they clearly yeah. like edit things too. But I'm like, "What? What do you do?" I was trying to figure it out the entire fucking time. I think that's why they were arguing about the donuts, because he said this is a comma and this is a semicolon, semicolon, and he was using donut holes and like half a donut, and that's where they were getting fucking pissy at each other about with the donuts.
1: And I would be like, quit, quit fucking with my donuts, I guy. would be like, quit manhandling
2: <laughs> my fucking donuts and get away from the table. I was going to eat that
1: one. We only got three cream-filled donuts, asshole. <laughs> God, if he
2: wasted a cream-filled donut.
1: You know whatever what I think of always when I think about donuts is why don't we throw a few jellies in the mix, hmm? <laughs> which is Stop very specific it. dumb reference from Buffy. <laughs> Stop, Stop it. Throw jellies. In the mix. <laughs> uh uh-huh.
2: Once again, I have not seen Buffy. Well, you would,
1: you would, you
2: would, if you would.
0: Don't worry, Danny. All of the TikTok knows now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw that.
1: <laughs> they all know. We're all watching you. And oh, maybe we have a girls day coming up. We can watch Buffy.
0: That's not enough time.
1: No. <laughs> not unless we're going to watch a whole season in one day, which means you can't leave the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed.
0: <laughs> At that point, though, like, would we suffer through the first season or would we just be like, all right, Danny, here's a lowdown of the first season. And then we're going to start with season two. <sighs>
1: That's a really hard decision. I know. One that I can't make in this moment.
0: No, we should probably talk about this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought that their bosses were really interesting characters. Like, they could have just been caricatures. And some of the other people in the show kind of are. And in some ways, I can't think of what the male boss's name is. He doesn't matter. That's not the point. He's an old fart. He's a um, gross. Who's gross and pervy. Right? But he also feels very real. Like, the things he says and does, I'm like, yep that's correct that is a man over 60 yes. in the workforce great i also really liked her boss like she was i i really like the conversation that they have when the potential promotion comes up and mm-hmm. she's like just i really think you should apply for this and she's like well why didn't you promote me before she's like i really fucking should have yeah but you didn't ask and i was comfortable with you here
2: yeah which is also a very valid thing
0: Mm-hmm. that's Very realistic to what actually happens. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, it's a very subtle nod to the fact that we as women are trained not to ask for more. Yeah. Yeah, You know? Yep. Yeah.
2: Can we talk about her Smurf obsession?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Again, I'm sure they put that in there because it's in the book and maybe it makes more sense in the book, but it seemed very just like, oh, she has a Smurf obsession to make her quirky.
1: So there's uh, another movie that I really want to see. And for some reason, I'm spacing on it, but it has... uh, is it jim parsons in it the guy who plays sheldon on Big right Bang Theory? jim parsons yeah I, I was like is it parson or parsons and he's got a sh- that character he's playing has a smurf obsession that makes hers look like not a big deal she's totally normal human being <laughs> 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 and i really want to watch it but i haven't had time um but they were previewing it uh on amazon while i was like queuing up the movie and i was like can i watch this instead no focus get watch this movie. and then so when the smurfs showed up i was like what is happening am i in the twilight zone <laughs> <laughs> right, did the movies merge
2: like what happened when she like stays in to write like
1: smurf fanfic yeah When he made fun of her for that, I was like, okay, that's really dumb. And then she did it. I was like, oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's very sad.
0: It's not sad. She
1: She was spending her Thanksgiving eating cranberry sauce out of a can with a fork and writing Smurf fan fiction. Well, not everybody
0: has places to go. She did
1: have places to go. She just couldn't go there because they didn't give her enough time off. Yeah. Yeah. They they were like, you get one day and then you're back in the office on Friday, motherfuckers. I was like, okay. Aggressive much? I mean, to
2: be fair, my job is also that way. We don't get the day after Thanksgiving off. It does not really bother me, however, because I can work from home and I only work five
1: hours on Fridays, so. And you're you're near... Nearer, at least, to most of your family compared yes. to her. Like, yeah. she, she can't go back see her family because they don't live in the same state. At least that's what's implied.
0: They don't. She said where they live, and I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> it was really like, important to me. It was like Vermont or something
1: like that. She you know? seems like a Vermont. Yeah. I don't or, know what that means. I've never been to Vermont. We, we live in the Midwest. <laughs> I'm sorry, people from Vermont. I'm not judging you. I don't know anything about you. Uh,
2: Newhart?
0: Sure. Uh, well, her whole apartment is kind of sad, which becomes a plot point when, when Joshua comes over and cleans it for her. It's true. He, like, stress cleans her entire apartment. <laughs> I have done that. Yes. Before. Um, so hard left uh, to a different thing. Uh, the elevator scene? Uh Mm uh-huh sorry i just i was like we have to get there and (laughs) y'all are taking too long to get there
1: Um, (laughs) i'm sorry i like a little suspense (laughs)
0: um i was expecting that this movie was gonna like really drag out their connection and so they got into the elevator and i was like okay they're gonna have maybe like a little sexual tension a little fight and then they'll get out and it was like Mm-mm. we're gonna make out in the elevator nope up against a wall god damn it and i'm like oh hi it was hot
1: he lifted her a lot in this movie yeah he
0: did well i think it was to emphasize the smallness of her
1: yeah they really they really were like she's tiny have you noticed and we're like yeah bitch we fucking you, yeah
0: yeah he calls her short shortcake cake. he does because she grew up on a strawberry farm
1: disgusting
2: <laughs> the second he, like i i i understood it the moment she said something about you know that her parents own a strawberry farm and i'm like that's why he calls her shortcake it's not because she's short and then when he finally said it i don't know why but my heart melted. I'm like, I have a jaded ass heart, and I was like, oh, he calls her shortcake.
0: I have opinions about him and his love for her, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. Um, great. God, glad that the elevator scene didn't go over anywhere.
1: <laughs> uh, you sounded like you had more to say, and you were actively looking at your phone. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be patient. I'll wait. No. I'm excited to hear.
0: My phone um, just says hot eleva- elevator make <laughs> session. Yes, please.
1: That's all it says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so here's my thoughts about the elevator. Is the the timing is not convenient, right? Because she's about to go on a date with a different guy. Our sweet boy. Danny. I felt so bad for him. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, she... She used him. Of course. I know. It was terrible. She asks him out just so that she can tell joshua she has a date right but it's very clear even before that that he is like into her
1: Mm -hmm. and it's also very clear that he doesn't fucking buy it so like just just say oh we decided to go to a different place my goodness it's not that hard to lie do better right (laughs) but also like danny is like really sweet the whole time yeah he's not an unattractive guy he's just doesn't look like that guy right Right. almost nothing wrong other than he's kind of awkward and weird and that's it like that and he's not even that weird he's just interested in things that she's some of the things that she's not interested in but they connect on some really important things right yeah
2: they have a good time together and everything i just i got i got very angry when she like immediately went to his office i'm like don't fucking do that
1: right because you're
2: not interested in him If you had even just like a little bit of interest in him, I maybe wouldn't be upset. Hey, let's see where this could go with Danny. He's a nice guy. You know, I'm a little interested. Mm -hmm. But she has no fucking interest in him. And I know she has no fucking interest in him. So don't do that.
1: That, I think I pretty much yelled that at the television. Like I was like, don't stop. Don't do that. I literally
2: did. I was like, don't fucking do that. It's mean.
1: Well, and he he takes it on the chin like a champ. But it's like, you shouldn't have to. Like he makes br- some brush off joke about how he's like the king of the friend zone or whatever. And it's right. like, no, no, she f- fucked you over. She was an asshole.
0: Yeah. And especially because she didn't have to let him think it was a date. She right. could have just she either could have just explained the situation to him and been like, hey, I am in this fight with Joshua about whatever. Can you just like fake go on a date with me tonight so I can. Mm hmm. You know, especially because the whole fucking office knows that they're constantly fighting about shit.
2: Well, that's my biggest thing. He could have just been, you know, hey, can you be a real big bro and just like pretend to go out on a date with me tonight? Right. I hate the, I hate the using him like that. That fucking angers me.
1: He even called her out about it. Mm -hmm. He like asks her, like, I I thought you and Josh were a thing. And she's like, no, we're not. And shuts it down. And it's like, you could have just you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to do this. Mm-mm. And she made him cancel his plans with his friends who were going to take him out for his last week. Yeah. That's fucking shitty. And it made it hard to like her after that.
0: Especially because Danny brought her, was it a daisy or something the next day? Like some flower. And it was super cute. And then he, you know, after the first date, he they talk about it and he's like, so this isn't happening. And she's like, no. And then he sits there later in the movie and listens to her bitch about the, her like relationship with Josh and how Josh early. She thought Josh was using her. And I'm like, this guy is the nicest guy in the world. And mm-hmm. I completely understand that just because some guy is nice doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you click romantically, but that also doesn't mean that you use him. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, and the one saving grace I will give her is that when Josh does say, Hey, like, you need to go kiss him and see if you feel something with him. Yeah. We're not going to keep doing this. That when she realizes that it's not going to click, she does apparently let him down. We don't know how well that goes. Uh, Presumably okay, because he's decided to still be friends with her, but we see that doesn't happen on screen. Right. But it's still like, would you have done it if Josh didn't prompt you to?
2: Yeah. I don't, I hate the Uzi thing. That drives me nuts. If you don't, if you don't feel chemistry for somebody, don't don't be with them. Don't do... Oh, God. The, I literally screamed at my TV, don't do that.
0: Well, to make a reference to another one of our episodes where we, we talked about this a little bit in Tis the Season for Revenge, where... and You know I don't remember these characters' names now, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, our main character is fake dating it damon or whatever something like that damien i don't know something uh and i was like why why are you like stringing him along Mm -hmm. after you know there's feelings Mm
1: -hmm.
0: don't do it especially because like it's not that hard to just be truthful yeah i mean it's probably embarrassing but it's not that hard to just go oh hey this is the actual situation
2: well and in the long run are, yes. Is it a little embarrassing at the top? Yeah, absolutely. Nobody likes to be that person. However, it just makes it fucking 10 times worse if you do that, if you string people along and everything and then have to have that conversation later.
1: It's one thing to make a mistake, it's an entirely different thing to be cruel. Yeah. yeah. And she was being cruel. Yeah. Like she was fully mean girling this guy. Yeah.
2: Very much so, because she knew she didn't have feelings for him.
1: From the jump.
2: And he was a puppy dog hanging around their office.
1: Right? It was not hard to tell that that man had a crush on her. Yeah. So you knew that you were using and abusing that. Yeah. I just didn't like it. I didn't really like her after that for a a lot of minutes, actually. Which did make it harder to get back into the movie and see it through to the end, because I was just like... And I don't like when and I'm sure this is a plot point in the romance novel, but I don't like when the idea of a quote-unquote strong independent woman is to be like a guy. Like, no, we don't need to do that. You do not need to pull shitty things like that. Yeah. Right? We can be better. Like, I'm a lady who respects ladies, but I would love other ladies to not do dumb shit.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I mentioned that Danny brought her a flower, but... That was after Joshua bought her a full bouquet of roses. It's true. Mm-hmm. And mentioned or like didn't sign the card. And all he put in the card is it was like you are always beautiful or something like that. Because she was referencing or she had mentioned in some story. <sighs> she wasn't. And it was very cute. But I don't know. Joshua gives me like weird stalker vibes the whole fucking movie. I didn't get those.
2: I understand, like, where you're coming from now, like, in hindsight, but I didn't get that when I was watching it.
0: I guess I didn't really get it until... He, at the very end of the movie, announced that he painted his bedroom accent wall to, like, match, match her, her, her eye color. And I'm like, that's some stalker shit, man.
1: That that was intense. It was crazy. But the signs were also there throughout the movie. Like, the, the checking off what clothing items she wore.
0: Right? <laughs> what was that? At first.
2: <laughs> so, when they first, like, show that. So, she, like, digs into his... It has to be. It's like his. It's his um, schedule.
0: Yeah, just like his planner. planner. Yeah. His planner.
2: She like she wants to see what he puts in there. She's being nosy, and she has no skills with like s- snoopiness about this. But so she goes and she opens it, and he's like marked certain things in a red pen. And I was like, "You better not be fucking thinking she's on her period, motherfucker." <laughs> That's what you thought. That's where my brain went initially. Okay, I thought it, it
1: was because it, there was not long before that. Was a whole sequence of her putting on her red lipstick mm-hmm. uh, and fixing it and whatnot. So I thought it was like every time I want to kiss her or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why he picked red. So, but that's
2: why when I saw the like marks, I was like, if you, cause she, they had just been snarping at each other too. Mm-hmm. And then he went into his boss's office and then she went and looked at it. And I was like, you better not, motherfucker. I will lose all respect. I mean, I don't really have her. He's a movie character. So I I don't actually have any respect for him. (laughs) But like still, like I was like, I you will. I will taint punch you. Like, don't be fucking thinking that she's on her period just because she snarked at you. Like that is where my brain went, and I was about to like hate him eternally. And then he he comes back and it's like, well, no, it's it's this. If you have a skirt, it's this. If you have a dress, I'm like, okay, that's much more cute. But and when she's
1: stalkery and <laughs> stalkery.
2: But who's to say we haven't all had our little bit of stalker things? Oh sure, sure.
1: Um, but you know, you shouldn't have a record of it. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> That's why you search incognito. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do better. Step up your game.
2: So it did crack me up, though, when she did like her little Snoopy thing. And then he starts coming back and she runs away. She has no chill or like putting things back. And so he walks back and the chair is spinning.
1: Yeah. It was behind that f- the desk. It was very bad. Uh, I was like, like
2: you, you are unsubtle, ma'am.
1: She's like, got a dexterity of zero because she's also clumsy as shit wow um but she is a romantic lead so that's like part of the deal
0: she was good at the paintball she or maybe she was just really aggressive i'm not I think sure she was
1: just really aggressive <laughs> she's really aggressive and she, i think she was fighting
2: through the pain because she was sick as fuck
1: yeah, which was a really uh, another example of them like being absolutely toxic in the workplace. Right. <laughs> like, I was just like, can you imagine being on their team and you're just like, god damn it, <laughs> why?
0: <laughs> I know that paintball, I think, used to be like a more popular work team building activity but all i can think is that is an hr complaint Uh Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) i also liked the the one girl i don't have any idea what her name is maybe they say it in the movie maybe they don't the girl with like the blonde curly hair who's like constantly Everyone's just like picking on her, and for no reason except that she's quiet. And so suddenly, she's decided that this is the moment for her to come out of her shell and goes full Rambo on that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. Okay,
0: <laughs> I don't think she has a name. Damn. Oh, Annabelle. Oh, <laughs> according good to good for the... you, Annabelle. <laughs> get it. <laughs> <laughs> Take them all out. Um. Yeah, the paintball scene. I, I. I was just like, this feels so unrealistic. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just my experiences. But I will say, I did kind of get back into falling with this man when he was like taking care of her.
1: Hmm. I. I w- was but it took me a little bit longer because he was all aggro after she like gets hit and he's like you hurt her i'm like it's a fucking paintball like what did you think was gonna happen if you get hit with a paintball that it was gonna feel great it hurts it's <laughs> like <laughs> it's a pellet full of paint it's not it's not a like little one of those fuzzy like poof ball things called cotton ball pom pom that's Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, calm down. First of all. Second of all, girl, get up. You look like a weak ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't let them see you sweat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, but like a man taking care of me, mm. it is yes. hot. It is. it is. very nice.
1: On the other hand, like if, if, a, if I was sick and somebody gave me a ride home, I don't care what the circumstances are. If you try to stay in my house, we're gonna have beef. I need to. I'm one of those people who, when I'm sick, I need to go off and die in a hole alone. Okay, <laughs> like I don't. Don't bring me soup. Don't. Don't like bring me a glass of water. Get out of my space. <laughs> I'm like say, a cat waiting to die. I was gonna say you're like a wild animal. <laughs> yes. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm very say-
0: threatened.
2: <laughs> I will say there's a really cute moment where she's like, I'm sick and you're in my house. And he's like, yeah, And she goes and she like looks down and she's in like dinosaur PJs and she's like, and I'm in my sleepy Saurus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I like that. I feel that because I totally have dinosaur PJs that have a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex on it. And it says, if you're happier and you
0: know it, clap your all.' <laughs> I don't understand people who have sexy PJs, you know, like the cute little silk, like little sleep shorts and then in the little tank top that can't hold your boobs in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every tank top. And I'm like,
0: no, thank you. I want a ratty t-shirt that has probably holes in it. And I want like what my husband calls my grandma pajamas.
1: (laughs) I'm like, this is what I wear. I need to wear the most homely outfit possible to be comfortable. Exactly. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh,
0: I will say, though, if I had somebody stay at my apartment for like a couple of days, maybe it was only there overnight. I don't really remember. It seemed like a weekend. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Like coming in and checking on me, but like inviting a doctor to just come in. And it's like, bro, she just has like a fucking cold or the flu or something.
1: I, I get that your brother's a doctor, but when he claims to know all this like medical shit from his first year of medical school. That's about all you need for a comical my that guy. Right. You <laughs> <Like, laughs> did not need to call in your doctor brother.
0: Granted, they did say her fever at one point was like, um, like 102 or 103. Which is pretty high. Which you are getting to the point of having to go to the ER.
1: It's true well not not if you've got midwestern parents oh no 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 no
0: yeah no <laughs> no that's judging
1: by but yeah i don't know that whole situation was cute and nice and also weird and uncomfortable yeah
2: i'm not gonna lie so if if somebody had brought like brought me home and everything great that's lovely you made me so cool love that get the fuck out now
1: don't be in my home.
2: Don't be in my home. I I also am an incredibly light sleeper. So if somebody is like walking around or even present in my home while I'm trying to sleep, I'd be like, who the fuck is moving?
0: Well, she was pretty out of it being sick and all. True.
1: Yeah. Also, we see him give her a glass of water. We see him call in a doctor. We never see him offer her any medicine. <laughs> I'm just saying that might be why she's not doing the best. Give her some ibuprofen or something to bring down the fever, maybe. 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 Just a tr- Like, okay, I can accept she doesn't have cough medicine or, or whatever. Not cough medicine. She's Dramamine or something like that. Uh, but nothing for headaches in the house? Nothing? No pain relievers of any kind? Okay.
0: Yeah. But it was pivotal and important because she overheard Joshua and his brother talking about the wedding. That's yes, true. so that was key mm-hmm.
2: to the That's plot. That's when you learn how fucked up his family dynamic is. It's super awkward.
0: Well, apparently it happens in books all the time: the uh, brother marrying the other brother's ex girlfriend.
1: Yeah, does that happen in real life? It must. People are people are messy. People are messy. You know, I
0: I get it, right? Like, hey, I'm dating this person, and then they introduce me to their family, and as we're breaking up and not working, uh, there's this other person who I now know and I'm interested in. But as the brother, right, I could, that's an off-limits thing. You don't do that. You would think. And I am never a proponent for this
2: phrase, but in this moment, I'm going to say it. Bros before hoes, come on.
1: They get let off the hook very easy in this story. Yeah, yeah. Both him and the fiance.
2: Like, fucking A. Like,
0: that's your brother.
1: Right. Moving right along to the actual wedding because he eventually invites her to go with him to the wedding or right, whatever.
0: And they have kissed once at this point. Mm-hmm. He's taken care of her. And they had that, like, what I thought was a hot closet scene where she, like, shoved him into the closet and was giving him the what for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do love when a woman's manhandling a man. Mm-hmm. Some,
2: yeah I do like that too
0: but that's that's it they're kind of maybe getting to the point of admitting some feelings right I don't know if
1: they're even that far because basically he's like oh you made a promise that you would come in t- with me to this wedding so
0: did they have that date they had that date though and then they went or not a date but she went to she was on a date with Danny and then mm-hmm. went to his apartment and they mm-hmm. went in and then they were about to have sex
1: And then he was like, no, we got to be in love first.
0: (laughs) Well, I I kind of get his position on it because he was into her. And she Mm -hmm. said, like, let's just get this out of our system and be done with it.
2: Yeah. And that's not what he wants. He wants her. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of confusion. And then they decide to go to this wedding.
2: And they were supposed to have separate rooms.
0: Which is hilarious to me because how are you going to explain that to the parents? I'm sure his thought process was, well, we just won't tell them. They're going to find out. That is a small vent That is a small location.
2: Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. And if anybody, well, my only thought process on that one is maybe his parents just aren't that nosy because his, his dad, dad does is- not
1: seem to like him at all. So. His dad
2: doesn't give two shits about him. Right. I wanted to punch that man.
1: And I think that his mom would just be grateful. Yeah. So that's probably why nobody's saying sure. anything about it. But also, like, we gotta hand it to my favorite character, Jaff. <laughs> like, he sounds like d and D character. Yes, uh, and acts like a D and D character, like an NPC for sure.
2: Note to self for future
1: campaigns. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, if if my next character is named Jaff, you'll know what's up. <laughs> 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 like, I love how he's like, no, no, don't, don't inconvenience me. <laughs> 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 I loved everything that he did the whole time. I was like, uh, my favorite was when she's looking at the uh, ornaments on the Christmas tree and he's like, it's a Christmas tree. Just brought it in from the outside. I
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bud. Okay,
2: Okay, bud. (laughs) Oh, my God. It didn't grow there. And you're like, oh, Jeff. Jeff. Nobody thinks that it grew there. No.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. He was great. (laughs) I needed more of him in the movie, if I'm being honest. He was very much giving me the the guy from Frozen at the Oaken Lodge. He's like, "Yoo Oh God, yes! Fix him a blowout! Oh no! <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so they do end up in th- the same room, and uh, apparently that's all it took was like one super awkward car ride, and uh, him getting out of the shower, and they were like, "Yes, now is the time." <laughs> Pound town. <laughs> I wanted it to be hotter. It was, I know. It didn't live up to the other moments. Yeah. Somehow. right. Somehow, like, it just felt like forced in there. Like, let's just shoehorn in this.
2: I wanted angry sexual tension, not, okay, it's time. Yeah. Sexual tension.
1: Explain to me how nothing happened in the proposal between Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock in that moment. But they have the naked getting into the out of the shower scene, right? Mm-hmm. right? And that was way hotter, way hotter. And they didn't even do anything. Why like, are you Why wet? Why are you naked? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and then we have the wedding, which uh, I his mean, dad's a tool. His dad is a tool.
1: His dad is a tool. Uh, the fiance had a very pretty dress. She,
0: she was nice. surprisingly nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she
2: was fairly nice. It, this isn't like I mean, it still is like, dude, you guys are assholes for you mm-hmm. know doing that. But they were both fairly respectful, respectful of his feelings and everything. They seemed nice enough. Yeah. Mom was fine. Dad's just a tool. Although I do love how she just unleashed on his father.
0: Yeah.
1: I liked it, but it also kind of didn't feel earned. Like, it was sort of like, okay, but like a few weeks ago, you would have been like, okay, your dad's an asshole and you would have just walked away. (laughs) Like, I don't feel like enough connection was formed for that to fully feel justified. And so...
0: I think that comes back to... In my opinion, or what I took from this movie is, you can tell it's based off of a book and they didn't mm-hmm. do a good job, in In my opinion, of creating a, a solid screenplay. It looks like they just tried to take the best Or the most popular moments from the book. Mm -hmm. Throw it together and call it a day. Granted, I haven't read the book, but that's what it felt like watching the movie.
2: It did. For me, it was one of those things that were in the book. I'm pretty sure like she went off on him like that and then had a moment of, oh, maybe I've been paying closer attention to him than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, because that cause she just like pulls out he did this for the company, he did this for the company, he did th-. and so clearly she's been paying attention.
1: Well, and I, I think too, they didn't necessarily have to establish that their connection was that strong, but they then did need to establish earlier on that she's a champion for people. Right. And, like yeah. you see that a lot after but you don't see that very early on in what her interactions with her coworkers, because a lot of their interact, her interactions with her coworkers is of how obnoxious her and Joshua are in the workplace. And her getting walked over by people. Yes. Yeah. If that was the angle that they were going to do, they very well could have, and it would have felt more realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Like she just can't stand to see the underdog get kicked. Right. Um, but if it's, that's the case and you have to establish that as part of her character before leading up to that moment
0: yeah well and maybe it would have felt better for the audience or like a a bigger resolution in that moment had we been fed josh's perspective a lot about how his parents well his dad you know thinks that you know he dropped out of med school so Mm -hmm. he's a failure and doing all this and it kind of just came all at once of his family doesn't like or his dad doesn't like him thinks he's a failure she stands up for him cool we resolved it it's Mm -hmm. like that that's that's usually supposed to be something you sprinkle throughout have a little bit of a slow burn and then have a big blow up to make it feel better
1: yeah i agree
0: i wanted
2: because if you don't have the slow burn up to that you don't get the like chocolate of when it happens right Mm -hmm. and like i wanted more to happen to him like, I'm super glad she yelled at him. I loved that. I hell yeah at the t- at the TV, but I wanted more. I wanted him to be emotionally devastated by what she said. And if you don't have the slow burn up to it, you don't get that.
0: Right. All we knew up to that is that he did a year of med school and dropped out. And it, and it's like, OK, well, a lot of people do that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- you so. need, it's, it takes a certain person to be able to do that. Medical school and be a doctor. Not right. everybody is cut out for that.
0: Well, and it also doesn't help that I still don't know what his fucking job actually is. Right? Yeah, no, <laughs> so, <laughs> it doesn't help. Also, though, totally random, but related to the wedding. Who the fuck plans an outdoor wedding in December? Stupid people. In a location where it can snow, because there people. was snow. Rich people. And we live in the
1: Midwest. Absolutely fucking not. I think there's different kinds of cult. There's, you know, well, the they Midwest were playing is
0: paintball the- in the snow, so it couldn't have been. Yeah. yeah. It couldn't have been our version of, well, we would play paintball in the snow. It was like 30 degrees and sunny. We'd play paintball. Yeah. Some people golf in the snow.
2: So let's talk about how she overhears um, Joshua talking with Assface McGee. I have no idea what their
0: actual boss's name is, but he's a That
1: sounds like an asshole's name. Yeah,
0: it does. I don't know if it's first name or last name, but that's the name. Or Bexley, excuse me. Bexley. That's the name we have. Bexley's an asshole.
2: She has, she overhears him having a conversation saying he doesn't need to worry about beating her for the job and everything. And it's after they're in their like honey, honeymoon phase, happy sex bubble. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she's devastated, as you would be. And instead of doing the mature thing, in my opinion, which is to have a discussion with him about it, she ices him out completely and then goes and bitches to, of all people, poor Danny, which is weird saying out loud to myself sorry I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> not me um <laughs>
1: she came to you personally
2: <laughs> there would have been a lot of different conversations had she come to me personally <laughs> i give good advice but i am not always kind about my advice well sometimes bitches need to hear it you know i mean it is ex- exactly thing my my biggest thing is that if you are actually friends sometimes you have to tell hard truths mm-hmm I have done it to all my friends and they have all said thank you. <laughs> anyway, but so since she goes and bitches to Danny about it, you know, calling him a backstabber, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, but you heard part of a conversation with his boss. Nobody tells their boss 100% the truth.
1: But what he was saying was really... It was. Gross. Yeah. And, if, and his boss is really gross. And they've had a lot of tension where, you know, they are competing for the same role. And... Uh, she doesn't have enough relationship with him to trust him.
2: It, true, and all of those things are true. I'm just like you know, you thought you were madly in love with him two seconds ago. So if you, I, I hate the thought process of like, oh my god, I think I'm in love with him, but you can't have a fucking
1: conversation with him. I mean, that's that's a rom com classic. Right yes, there. it is. Yeah, that's uh, why? God forbid I actually f- tell you what's going on. Well, so the, the book that this
0: movie is based off of was written in 2016, and I feel like you can really feel that. It feels yeah, like 2016. Yeah, it
2: feels like 2016.
0: Yeah. Because I was just writing down tropes. I have a list of <laughs> tropes, and it's Rivals to Lovers, yeah. He Falls First, uh-huh. Office Romance, yeah. One Bed, yeah. Fake Dating, yeah. Third Act
1: Breakup. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's... Goddamn. It's all of them. <laughs> yeah. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like... To me, that reaction felt very real. I get the reaction. I just it always disappoints
2: me. I'm like, if you think that you could be in a relationship with this man, you have to be able to have a conversation with
1: him. See, you're you're coming from the rational side of the world. And I'm coming from the Groom me once. I'll fucking burn this bridge to the ground. I mean, you're not <laughs> mentality. Wrong. Uh so if I find out that somebody I've imbued any amount of trust in somebody and then they betray that trust, they're fucked.
0: (laughs) Well, and we have to remember it is a new relationship. Yes. So it's really easy to have your trust be broken in a new relationship because you haven't built up any sort of trust with each other. Mm -hmm. And they've been rivals for a long time. They actually have undermined each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Many times. The paintballing scene was a team building exercise And Lucy originally planned a team building exercise. She put all this time in. She proposed it to her boss. It was like this big thing she wanted to do. And then uh, Joshua just suggests, what if we go paintballing? And Mm -hmm. that's what they decide to go with. So Mm -hmm. she has been undermined by him before. Mm -hmm. And that foundation has been, been put there.
1: Right. And so if, again... He's already made a fool of her before. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he's an established pattern. The things he's saying are coming from him, not from his boss. He's saying them, right? If it was just his boss, you could write it off as him just like people pleasing and going, "Mm -hmm." Mm mm-hmm, right? But he contributes to that conversation. He does indeed. And the things that he's
0: saying, and I don't remember exactly what they are, but they are very much things like... I don't know if he says skirt chasing but for some reason that's the the thought that comes into my head. Like mm-hmm. he he very much talks about like seducing her.
1: Right. And and he has approached her frankly in especially the early parts of their falling for each other in inappropriate ways in the workplace, yes. right? Like there i think there's a justifiable enough reason for him, her to go are you fucking kidding me we're like get the fuck away from me no you don't get to explain yourself i have heard enough right you know uh
0: so she goes to danny again poor danny yes. poor danny that irritates the shit out of me I'm like don't go to him you used him also do you not have friends Does this this poor woman not have friends? Well,
1: that's established earlier when he's like makes fun of her Thanksgiving Day plans and then hits the nail on the head that, like, you had no one to hang out with? You You have no one? Girl, you have no one? And, like, that's coming from me, um, who is all over the country and has had to pick pick up my roots and make new friends and all this kind of thing. And, yeah, like, the first few months that you're there, you're definitely, like, an island because you're, like, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here. But, like, she's been in New York for a while. Oh, right? yeah. Long enough for her to be at this job for them to be considering her for this gigantic promotion. So right? multiple years at this point. Right. So, Where are your friends? (laughs) Make some friends. Quit writing Smurf smut. (laughs) It's weird.
2: (laughs) I mean, no kink shaming. I don't know. I would have a hard time if I like admittedly, if I picked up and moved across the country tomorrow, I don't know why I would. But if it were a thing, I would have a hard time because I don't like
1: humans much.
0: Oh, I just wouldn't make friends. Yeah, Um, I wouldn't
2: either. I don't think
1: you would. Here's the thing, like you think, oh, it's difficult to make friends or I don't want to put myself out there or that's a lot of effort. But eventually you get to a point where you're like, I have been unspoken to (laughs) for like four weeks straight. The only thing anyone has said to me is, hey, we've got this deadline. I think I need to go do something about it. (laughs) And then you go make friends. Yeah. I would call you guys a lot. Yeah you do that too. And then they're like, I swear to God, I've got a life. Quit calling me. They don't say that, but it's implied.
0: Okay, so we went through their whole third act breakup thing. And then they just like get back together at the end of the movie. Because Lucy walks in on everybody celebrating and it's very much made out to be they are celebrating Joshua getting the job. Mm-hmm. And nope, that's not it. Lucy's the one that got the job. Josh was actually leaving for a different job at a different company. so he never was trying to undermine her getting this job he and said then he, didn't,
2: he yeah he said the reason he said I don't have to worry about competing with her is because he was already he had already accepted the position at the other job.
1: I right. hated it. I hated it and here's why like basically it gave her the position by default right. right. It wasn't that she was good enough to beat him. It wasn't that she competed more, she had a better idea, or whatever. It's, oh, well, I wasn't actually competing with you at all. And so you were just the default selection. I do like that her boss...
2: Her boss knew, his boss did not. Mm-hmm. That he had accepted a new position, and she
1: told him not to tell her. I mean, which that I justifies d- some of the things he did, but not really. It also...
0: I mean, I guess the idea is then she'll actually try for it and like make it seem like she earned it and prove to the board that she actually like
1: deserves deserves, it. deserves
0: the job. But
1: But that's really infantilizing. Like are you it? really going to say that that she that would not have put in the same amount of effort if you, you were just like, listen, yeah. we have a bunch of outside clients that we're consi- or not clients, we have a bunch of outside options right. that we're considering. You are not a shoe in. You are going to have to fight
0: for this. Which then wouldn't have made it seem like he just gave it to her. Yeah,
2: that I didn't like that part. I just the only part that I liked that that was like the reason he said what he said was because he had like a double, double meaning to it when talking to his boss. I liked that, but I don't like that. Yeah, they he basically rolled over so that she could have the position. Granted, he got a comparable position at a different company, but that's not the point. I don't like that. It's just hers by default.
1: Ready for Wiggles rewrite corner? Yes. So this is how I would have ended that. Um, They're at each other's throats. Like it's made. He's made it seem like he's in cahoots with his boss. They go for the job. They both go up for it, and she just flat out beats him out. Like she's just better. Her presentation's better. It makes more sense. And you kind of realize that after maybe his heart wasn't as strongly in it, but he did put a good case in for himself. And then he goes off to this other job and they have parted ways. They're not speaking, but then they find themselves competing for the same author, right? Mm -hmm. Which kind of is what happens at the end, but that's how they find themselves back in each other's orbit. And the fight starts up again because they can't resist each other.
2: I like rewrite corners with Wiggles. I do too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I, I do don't. like the cute the cute fighting over the phone
1: mm-hmm. with
2: because they're they they are fighting for the same author. They're arguing, they're, you know, snarkin' at each other and everything and then they end up walking up together and they both hang up the phone and then bitch about each other to each other, which I thought was funny. I was like, "Oh, I like that." That was cute. That was cute. And then kiss and happy and I'm like, "Oh, yeah stupid i think their relationship will be greatly improved by not being in a small space together while working
0: well that is the end of the movie they get back together in like the last 10 minutes and everything feels very rushed and
2: no more sexy scenes
0: there's yeah and definitely
2: no tail action there was
0: zero percent tail action because there was zero tails (laughs) yes okay so know his life he has a tail in there his pants are too tight
2: Y- you correct yes
0: okay uh so let's just roll right into ratings then huh uh we're talking about spice what are our spice ratings
1: i mean it's spicier than your average rom-com yeah so i is guess it? a little bit i mean there's, there's a couple I of mean, rom coms like, are getting spicier it. yeah true but it like is it would i say it's on par with like anyone but you no, no, it's lower than that but it's obviously substantially higher than like let's say you've got mail yeah well yeah Right? So, like, it, what's in the middle of those two?
0: I gave it, like, a two? Two? 2.5?
1: 2. I think I'll go with a 2.5. 2.5.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to stick with a two. Fair enough. All right.
1: Yeah. All right. Or
0: romance. The romance? I don't know. I didn't buy it. I still think he's a stalker, man.
1: Uh, yeah. The, the, the things that were supposed to be a romantic reveal weren't hidden.
0: It's just the wall. Like, everything else I could have been, like fine with but the fact that he painted his bedroom wall however long ago to match her eyes is strange you know what
1: trope i think needs to die and it happens in that scene and i think that also contributed to it feeling very weird is this thing of uh i'm going to list off things about you that i like as a way of telling you that i love you i just like it's very 90s of like The way your hair shines in the sun, the way you're so kind to animals, the way you make me feel like, oh, can we not do that anymore? Can we not? I don't know. There's something about that that just puts me off. And I think it's because of 90s rom-coms. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I guess 2.5.
0: I was going to go with a three on the romance.
1: I, okay. I'm going to give it the book benefit of the doubt that I think that if they had an actor who appreciated the book and and wanted to deliver it it probably would be a three okay yeah okay okay overall i didn't
2: dislike the movie i'm gonna give it like a 3.5 it made me laugh
1: it was it was kind of funny i'm gonna give it a three like for me there are things that could have been better there are things that could have been worse uh, so it was a really mixed bag like i really enjoyed some things um, but the things I enjoyed most often were the, the side characters like right. Jack or mm-hmm. you said her name was Annabelle or yeah. the HR lady. Like those those characters were like killing it for me. They showed up. They knew what movie they were in. I'm not sure <laughs> that our main main actors did. So
0: I think Lucy Hale knew her character. Sure. Yeah. But not the other guy. Um, I'm also going to go with the three because I'm apathetic towards it. Hmm. Uh, you know i didn't hate it so it's not a two or a one but i will i ever watch it again no
1: so you're giving it the evil eye three yeah <laughs> yeah the, the three that uh, like every everyone dreads of like oh no that <laughs> just it means they don't care
0: yes <laughs> yes which is almost worse than hating it agreed yeah, yeah. agreed okay what are your recommendations then i
2: I know I've recommended this on this before, but I'm thinking two weeks notice mm,
1: good that's fair' good, good movie
2: yes there's you know a lot there's a lot of the fighting they are they are boss and and subordinate at that point, but she fights him on every level and everything, and I like the the arguing aspects and stuff and the, there is the weird family dynamics for him and stuff as well, so
0: mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to do a repeat recommendation. And that's Book Lovers by Emily Henry, which I think is just a better version of this book. Yeah, I'll set that back because I've not read The Hating Game as a book. But I do think Book Lovers is a better version of the story that's told in this movie, where it's a book editor and a like book agent who are kind of just like going at it, at it and then end up in a small town together for reasons and then have to kind of get along.
1: And then they fall in love uh so i'm going to recommend a throwback to one of our previous episodes with once more with feeling uh sure i think there's oh yeah a lot of that like rivals enemies where are we at but we're also working to a common goal but also i don't trust you but also fuck you but also fuck you right yeah Vibe. so that's my recommendation check it out Alyssa sussman okay
0: that's all our recommendations right yep yeah cool well sometimes we have like fucking five of them it's true all right folks that's the end of it so if you like this episode please find us out on the socials at wrong dust jackets um on tiktok instagram threads pinterest youtube we'll find us out there uh please leave a comment uh drop a like let us know um either on those socials or find us out on spotify wherever you're listening we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear what kind of suggestions you have for us as well um, and then definitely check out our website, wrongdustjackets.com. You'll find out what we're going to be doing for our future episode. You'll also find our blog post out there. And I'm telling myself on the podcast for accountability that I'm going to write a blog post about the Paladin books that I said I did at the beginning of the episode. You heard it here first. So,
1: okay, goodbye. Goodbye <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks and bye. Bye. <laughs>